From COK Studios in Ari Shapiro's Solarium, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrook. On today's show, we'll consider how men and women can achieve a healthy work-life balance. We'll also consider an exclusive interview with Pope Francis in our Considerations series with Terry Gross. And we'll consider how many billiard balls I can fit in my mouth. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the law firm of Howard, Fine, and Howard, specializing in personal injury cases for wise guys, knuckleheads, and stooges. Visit nyuckknuckknuck.com for a free consultation. And a $20 bill I found in the pocket of an old jacket that I wore in high school. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. Both men and women are trying hard to maintain a proper and healthy work-life balance these days, but managing family and a career isn't always easy. A new book by Ken and Sarah Gordon profiles the challenges and successes they've found in trying to have it all. The book is called Finding Balance, A Guide for Busy People. Cordell sat down with the Gordons to discuss their book and how it can help everyone to achieve their goals at work and at home. Ken and Sarah Gordon are like many couples in today's fast-paced society. They have two kids, they both work demanding jobs, and they have hobbies. Usually people like the Gordons feel that to be good at your career, your family has to suffer, or vice versa. But their new book says otherwise. We started out trying to have it all and it didn't work out. We struggled a lot. Sarah and Ken met at law school at Yale in the late 80s and started building a life together. They figured they would both pursue their careers, split the family responsibilities in half, and it would all work out. We're both very type A and super driven. It wasn't long before we were completely neglecting our family life. It did not help that I'm a clean freak and I had a huge guilt about not being home with the kids more. I wanted to be the perfect mother, wife, friend, and colleague, but it was impossible. When did things change for you? I think it was when we felt things that we really cared about were slipping away. Yeah, we tried to assign chores, alternate schedules, get up early, go to bed later, just fit it all in. We were exhausted. I mean, yeah, we were having it all, but it was costing us our sanity. I've never been so tired and stressed out in my life. We both were. It almost cost us our marriage. uh, So what did you do about it? I started with coffee, then Red Bulls. Then we did the five-hour energy drinks. After my heart stopped from taking four or five-hour energies in one day, Sarah found the answer. Mm -hmm. I remembered back to my early days at the firm when people would use a little (laughs) to keep going on late nights. The white lady. Uh, I'm sorry? Blow. Glitter. So, Lois Lane, sugar. Cocaine? That's your answer? That's how you have it all? We've tried everything else but a toot now and then. It does wonders. We don't do it that much, though. Seriously. No, he's right. Sometimes we have Molly or Cat. Gotta switch it up. <laughs> Man, I am burning up right now, babe. Me too! Woo! <laughs> so, the only way to have it all and achieve a good work-life balance is drugs? Oh yeah, yeah, it's literally the only way. It's just not realistic otherwise. Anyone who can pack the kids' lunches, vacuum dust, get all my work done, make sweet love to my husband, vacuum dust, make a nice dinner and not eat it, get to the soccer game and only sleep two hours a night without stimulants, doesn't exist. I know it feels like a cop-out, but it's reality. We also found time to write this book and open a furniture-making business on the side. 
So there's really no other way to have it all in today's society. Not unless you want to make compromises and sacrifices. Compromises for losers, right, honey? High five. Right! Why put things on hold when you don't have to? Exactly. I need to go start dinner, help the kids with homework, clean the kitchens, and reorganize my closet all before Pilates. Bye! Do you kind of feel like you're dying? I do. Bye! Uh, that was Ken and Sarah Gordon, authors of a new book, Finding Balance, A Guide for Busy People. For COK News, I'm Cordell Nutbrock. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. The Pope's visit to the United States last week captured the attention of both Catholics and non-Catholics alike. In Francis's whirlwind tour, he spoke to Congress, addressed the UN, and met with world leaders and regular people. The Pope granted only one interview while he was in America, and it was with NPR's Terry Gross for our Consideration series. Here is Terry's interview with Pope Francis. This is Considerations. I'm Terry Gross. Today I'm joined by the Bishop of Rome, the Vicar of Christ, the Supreme Pontiff, His Holiness Pope Francis. In addition to being the leader of the Roman Catholic Church, His Holiness is also the first Jesuit Pope, the first from the Americas, the first from the Southern Hemisphere, and the first non-European Pope since Syrian Gregory III in 741. Your Holiness, thank you for taking time today. It is my pleasure, Miss Gross. You've been an outspoken advocate for the poor since your very early days as a priest, and I was wondering, why the poor? It is the duty of our people to help their brothers and sisters, especially to show them mercy. Uh I believe in a loving God that wants us to take care of each other no matter our differences. Uh, As I told the Congress of the United States of America, we must remember the golden rule. If you're just joining us, my guest today is the leader of the Roman Catholic Church, Pope Francis. Your Holiness, I'm sure you get this question a lot. Does the Pope get all the communion wafers he wants? Well, actually... That question never comes up, but I would have to say that I do not really like the wafers because they are bland. The only way to make them taste good is to dunk them in the wine. You're a dunker. That surprises me. Was Jesus a dunker? It seems like he might have been a dunker. I do not know. Once again, if you're just joining us, I am speaking with the Bishop of Rome, Pope Francis, who is making his first visit to the United States as Pope. Your Holiness, it seems like you're maybe having a little trouble with your English. Would it be easier if we continued this interview in Spanish or Latin? I appreciate your concern, but I am quite happy to keep speaking to you in English for your listeners so they can understand me as best as possible. Frankly, we're running out of time, and I think it would speed things up. We just don't have time for any extra filler in your answers. If you're just joining us, I am talking to my guest, Pope Francis. Would it be all right if I asked you a question in Latin? I just think it would make the interview flow better. Of course, Miss Gross, but I am perfectly happy to speak to you 
in English. Enkthe uye, oye, oliness e. Are ye, or ye, esmens ve, umfortable ke. Es ye. Ut be, ying be, op pe. Isn't a out a be, umfort ke. Oining je e me, ear a, is a op pe, ansus fre, ishet be, of a omre. You know, the Latin isn't really helping. I'm sorry, Your Holiness, but we've run out of time. I really wish I could have asked you about the gas mileage on the Pope Mobile. My guest has been the Holy Father, Pope Francis. For considerations, I'm Erite Oscre. That's all for this week's edition of Consider Our Knowledge. If you'd like more from the best looking news team in public radio, Go to our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories. You can also get breaking news on Twitter, at ConsiderOurKnow. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, and subscribe to the podcast at iTunes and at Stitcher Radio at Stitcher.com. The Consider Our Knowledge team includes Emily Clausen, Jeremiah Knight, Hobart Willis, Natalie Thorpe, Marianne Wetzel, Spencer Cannon, and Libby Mitchell. A special thanks today to Andrea Peterson. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. After my heart stopped from taking five four energy that's five four energy four hours. Take it from after my heart stopped. I took twenty hours of energy. <laughs> <laughs> after I took twenty hours of energy in one day, Sarah found the answer. Okay.